0: unresolved childhood trauma drama or trauma and um I, and what that means usually is uh here's part of it uh an inability to to grieve and to grieve means to feel loss and this means that uh, you do not allow yourself to suffer when you need to suffer. And what this does is um, it doesn't allow you to express honestly and openly how you feel about things, and you you become like the, the bottle, you know, the bottle of, coca-cola or the kind of beer that somebody shakes right it just the pressure builds up inside and suffering is suffering is a necessary part of life if you want to grow it's necessary to experience a certain level of suffering if you want to grow as as a person life without suffering is unavoidable look at it that way right yes 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 life without some level of pain or discomfort there we go Mm -hmm, there's the word for discomfort is uh is is impossible a good a good quality life without some level of discomfort is impossible so um a lot of psychological drivers in a person's mind actually come from the inability to express the fact that you're suffering because as a child what happens is that you have experiences that you are told are normal but as a child you don't know what normal is right and and by normal these people mean this is this is this is this is good everybody experiences and and as a child you don't know what that really means so you accept everything as the truth for example, I was reading last week about some woman who had a lot of problems in her life because her parents told her that all adults were angels. So she grew up believing that all adults were angels, and this, this caused her to have certain compartmentalization in her mind in order to, to perceive reality and live. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it was basically, the way the information was presented to her was false, right? And so she wasn't able to develop properly. And children accept everything as the truth from their parents. And they don't, because they don't have the experience, they don't have the analysis skills. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you if you follow the principle that um, everybody instinctively knows what is right and what is wrong, then at, at a very early age you learn mm-hmm. to bury you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about think about it like this, um, in China, in the past, uh, having smaller feet was considered beautiful for women. So they used to they used to wrap bandages around girls' feet to keep the feet small. And this didn't allow the feet to, to grow properly. And and so when the feet didn't grow properly the the um, these people had problems as as adults and you know it a lot of information that we get from our parents it's it's like bandages around our our body or our mind they they stop it it doesn't allow us to grow it stops us from growing because the information we get contradicts the universal laws so um, many many times yeah. many times yes mm. i mean there, there's a basic universal law which is in in, in essence do no harm right yeah it, it's it's do no harm or at least do as little harm as possible right? <laughs> right you know dude i mean all diseases have an element of you know the fact that they're lifestyle diseases right um and uh it's you know it it, it it's the way it, it's the way that it is look at okay for example look at um look at old people and the shapes of their body. By the time someone is 60 or 70 years old, from the shape of a person's body, you can determine, especially if you're a doctor, you can determine what their job was in their life. You can determine their, their attitude. You can determine their, their approach to, uh, to, to a lot of things. You can, you can see if they, you know, they have a positive posture or a negative posture. And there's a, you know, there's a, there's a tendency for people who um, are fearful, scared, or afraid to do this. And as some people get older, you begin to see their body sort of lean forward, lean over. And, and it's, it, it's symbolic of their, their, I think, their attitude to life, you can... Uh, many, many scientists are symbolical language of the universe to us. Look, here's a very simple example. Mm-hmm. Why do a lot of women have really big asses? Why do they have really big asses, right? There's there's there's, there's, there's two reasons, okay? The first reason is that um, when they give birth, the, the, the pelvis e- expands and, you know, doesn't contract the same way very often the second reason is that they spend most of their life sitting on their ass and that just that just that's where everything that's where the gravity goes that's where the weight goes and they just end up with big asses because i know that if i see someone like that i know they spend most of the time sitting down because if you're up and you're mobile and you're active and you're walking around your body has a different posture your body has a different shape you can see people's... Now, there's... Okay, a certain level of part of that may be the person's natural physiology, but even that physiology can be inherited. So, um, so what, what you're looking at is not just your lifestyle, but the intergenerational lifestyle. Your, your habits might not be your habits. For example... Not every voice in your head is you, <laughs> right? Right, every, absolutely right. Not every voice in your head is you. So not every one of your habits is you. These are things we pick up and collect from other people around about us. Yeah, but firstly, you must define who, who is you. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a difficult process. Possible, but difficult. It's difficult, difficult definition, probably. Because... You, you have to find which voice is your voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, I think you have to understand why you are doing what you are doing. What is your purpose, right? And okay. then that creates who you are. I don't think you are something and then you do something. I think you do something and you become a result of your actions. You become a result of what you choose to do. Okay, the purpose, the purpose... Okay, but this is 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 another... defines who you are, though, because because you become a result of your actions. It's not that you are a certain person, and uh, because you're a certain person, you do a certain thing. You become a result of your actions because you can do anything. So you can choose to go in many different directions. You become a result of your actions. You become a result of your choices. It's the principle of responsibility. It's the principle of... uh, Um, understanding the results of your actions and the results of other people's actions. It's uh, what's called conscientiousness. Conscientiousness is the ability to understand not only the results of your actions in the long term, but also the results of other people's actions in the long term. Because if you can't see the results of everyone's actions in the long term. You're just going to sit on your ass, eat ice cream and tell everyone else to eat ice cream because that's what makes you feel good in the moment. And, um, Conscientiousness is the personality trait of being careful or vigilant. Conscientious implies a desire to do a task well and to take obligations to others seriously. Conscientious people tend to be efficient and organized as opposed to easygoing and disorderly. Okay. So... um, the uh, and this is um this has been recognized in the socio-political environment where people who don't have this ability or skill tend to follow Groups and group identity they don't have an individual identity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, They, because they don't have an individual identity they identify with the group and have the group identity and this is the foundation this is one of the foundations for socialism Marxism and communism is that people who are orientated towards supporting, not organizing, not running But supporting and following these ideas are not careful or vigilant about what's happening in the world around about them. Probably not only socialism and communism but for all religions, all isms. Yes, because they don't take their obligations to themselves or other people seriously. Mm -hmm. They consider something they consider everything to be somebody else's job you know it's like uh these kinds of people don't if, if there's rubbish in the street or a mess somewhere these people don't clean it up or they don't do anything about it because it's not their job right they're just not they it's it's somebody else's job so they don't think about it but the point is that everything is connected to everything um great leonardo da vinci quote Everything is connected to everything, and so you can't you can't ignore one thing because that destroys the process. If you ignore one thing, the process doesn't function. The process doesn't work. So, in essence, to to ignore one thing can be to destroy all things. So, um, so it it, it it it's very important to understand the links or how things. Connect down through time because these are the the understandings of order, the understandings of logic, the understandings of efficiency, the understandings of of uh, human human obligations. Because when you when you compartmentalize, there's a danger that you have that that you don't see the conflict in your own ideas yeah so this was the problem i talked about earlier with this this woman who thought that all adults were angels because she believed that and she kept that information in a box in her mind and everything else that she learned she put in a different box so that it wouldn't she couldn't put it in the same box because that would that would that would be a conflict so she had to, like, like switch her brain from 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 one set of thinking to another set of thinking, which which means there was a disconnect, which means things didn't flow. There was not flow. Things are not logical. You can't have you can't have flow if you know part of the the chain is missing. So uh, um, you've got to accept everything that is for what it is yeah you know you did you have to accept every tree in the forest f- for the fact that it's a tree and that you can't walk through it you have to walk around it <laughs> right so you you've got to be sensible about your use of your senses in in, in essence there um and uh, and again Conscientiousness is not something which people recognize or discuss or talk about a lot. And this is, this is uh, understood from the fact that it's a new word for you, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a new word for you because people don't, um, how can I say, people don't think about it a lot or they're not they're mis- they're directed away from thinking about it because they're told you don't have to to uh to worry about it um okay so and in there's 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 a very special term in psychology there's something called the big 5 and the big 5 are the most important personality characteristics that define who we are as human beings now it's not a, it's its not an absolute thing it, it doesn't, it's not a perfect um, theory because it's, it's just a theory but what it does is it, it allows people to um, uh, define more clearly where the faults or mistakes are in their character um So, Big Five, what is it? Many contemporary personality psychologists believe that there are five basic dimensions of personality. So, it's a simplification. It's a simplification, but it's a useful simplification. Mm -hmm. Often referred to as the Big Five personality traits. The five broad, very big personality traits described by the theory are extra... (coughs) extraversion, I can't even say that, extroversion, being extravagant, extroversion, agreeableness, openness, conscientiousness, and neuroticism.